0: Snicked. Snicked. Got that hard t, the t sound.
1: A modern podcast where Chris and Mike talk about TV, movies, superheroes,
0: and everything in between. It's time for Superhero Slate. Hello everyone and welcome
1: to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name is Mike
0: Royer. And this week, Logan snicks his way in the theaters. Snick <laughs> stick. The Inhuman Royal Family is officially cast. Yes, and finally.
1: All the pieces together.
0: Uh, the Alien movies look scary again.
1: Well, <laughs> didn't think to see that one coming. And more and more it was a uh, it was a busy movie watching week for us because we have a spoiler cast on the deck for this week but also you just had a generally uh busy weekend didn't you yeah
0: i did uh, it has been a hell of a week in general but yesterday uh was the louisville arcade expo and uh, i went there and represented i think six different organizations <laughs> uh, probably wearing my superhero slate shirt though so we yes. gotta can I get that out? And uh, one of the highlights of it is the, um the one of the the production company I work with, uh, Pixel Brain Productions, hosts the Smash Brothers '64 tournament there, mm-hmm. and um, it's one of the the biggest. Like so many people line up for this thing and play, and and it's on only on the '64s. And uh, this year, uh, Comic UI, my other project in Superhero Slate, pro- sponsored the top two prizes, so that was really cool. And uh, uh, the um, you get their choice of prizes if you win. So number one took. Uh, the Comic UI prize, which was a Kindle Fire tablet, which I thought was pretty cool, and the second place took home the uh, Superhero Slate prize, which was a Bluetooth NES-inspired speaker, which I thought was double cool.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I actually need one of those because I don't know if anybody else uses this trick where you kind of set your phone inside of like a mug or a cup at home and it kind of yep. amplifies and it acts like a speaker. Yeah, I could probably use one of those. So uh, who was who is our lucky winner that doesn't have to use a mug in their kitchen anymore while they're doing dishes?
0: Uh, Alan took t- it home. Uh, he was he was a winner a couple years ago. So uh, congratulations, Alan. I'll be posting a picture uh, on our Facebook page uh, either later today or tomorrow with him. So I got my
1: picture with him. Make sure... Well- Congratulations, reigning champ, Alan.
0: Yes. Um well second place, but yes.
1: oh well, he's he's a reigning champ in my heart.
0: He is, he definitely is. He, he he played his heart out, and um we actually it worked out perfectly to where there are four people in the final match. And last year we only had one v one, so this year it was four V free for all and uh that oh, was awesome. really cool to watch. <laughs> and I filmed it in a full three sixty degree format. Mike, so when I put that video up, I'll share it to our Facebook page as well. Oh, nice! Looking so people can actually watch the game and the players while it was going down.
1: Uh, and, <laughs> that's sweet, and,
0: and see uh, the the game winning kill, if you will. <laughs> so uh, that's that was all day. That was literally 14 hours of, of floor time yesterday, Mike. Uh, working, um, handing out our brand new business cards. We I just got in for us with that shiny metallic color to them. You know what I'm talking about
1: yeah they're nice they look pretty slick and i've they- only seen them in a uh, uh, boomerang form if you will
0: <laughs> yeah it's definitely um i they're still thick and shiny and they're, they're they're great and i write i've written stuff on the back of them already mike so that's that's fun uh, but what did you do? What you said you were watching a movie right before this happened. What what yeah, movie? I, I didn't know
1: I, this. I, I was being a good uh, a podcast co host and doing some Taiko Watiti research, and I watched uh, what we do in the shadows just before uh, I hopped on this mic with you. Uh, if anyone out there has Amazon Prime, it actually just got added. Uh, to uh, I guess free streaming. I don't really know exactly what they call it on Amazon Prime. I think it's like Prime Video. Yeah, Prime Video. So that was just added to Prime, so you can watch that for free if you're a Prime member. And it was it was it was it was pleasantly fun. It was uh, it's actually a pretty short movie. Like I think it's like an hour and twenty four minutes. So if you kind of just like cut off like the opening credits crawl and like the ending credits, like you're only watching it for like an hour and twenty minutes. So like it's kind of it's it, like there's no like downtime or anything like that it's just a, like a solid like story beginning to end and it, it was really funny so uh it'll be i don't know if taika watiti has directorial credits for like you know kind of more traditional style movies because this one's filmed like a documentary would be uh but obviously a fake documentary because oh. vampires aren't real chris but uh, so it'd be kind of it'll be kind of <laughs> cool to see how he transitions into like a big budget live action a Thor movie. But I'm looking forward to it because there's some cool stuff in here, and uh, we all know our, our favorite little nuggets of the Marvel movies are the comedy moments. So hopefully we'll uh, be getting some of that with Taika. But yeah, it was a good movie, so I suggest it if you got Amazon Prime on doc. Um, uh, go ahead and uh, give that a watch. What we do in the shadows?
0: Yes, definitely very good. Uh, my favorite again are the werewolves in this as well, uh, not swearwolves. So <laughs> uh, definitely enjoy that group when they pop up there. And it, he actually his next movie after that was a hunt for the wilder people, which is a more traditional film. Uh, so oh. if you, I don't know where that is. Um, I, I don't remember how I got a chance to watch it, but uh, it's 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 another it's it's another. Um, I think. I don't think it's the best movie, but I think it's a good movie, so um, I, I think I think that's uh, yeah, that's fun. That's good to get to know. We'll uh, hope
1: I, that uh, Thor Ragnarok is his best movie then.
0: Yes. Um, before we jump into our news here, I, I do have one more bit of information. I um, ended up trading some stuff around and ended up with a PlayStation 4 today, Mike. <laughs> and okay and,
1: how, do, how do you just like trade stuff around did you like start with a paper clip and like gradually build your way up to a new video game console
0: spring cleaning i ended up with a bunch of stuff i needed to get rid of and uh luckily the right person at the right time wanted it for and all they wanted was to give me was a playstation 4 so i was like you know what <laughs> i'm gonna move a playstation 4 quicker than this if i needed to so um i have a playstation 4 with some call of duty games which i, I don't really care for it's not my Not my thing, so uh, if anyone has any PlayStation 4 game suggestions, (laughs) let me know, because otherwise I have no idea what to do with it.
1: Well, if uh, the hype the last couple days is true, it sounds like you're going to need to trade that new PlayStation for a Nintendo Switch, and start playing uh, the new Zelda game, because I'm sure it's a bit of hyperbole on this person's part, but I've literally seen quotes out there where they say, it is the best video game ever made. So not only are they saying, you know, best Zelda game ever, you know, best Nintendo game ever, but some people out there are saying literally best game ever made. So who knows? But Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's I'm sure it's surrounded with some uh, with some hype. But if anybody out there is playing a Breath of the Wild, uh, let us know if if it's holding up. I really want to know. Well, the funny thing is I have a Nintendo of a Wii U. So, oh, so you could actually play it on that? Couldn't I could
0: know? play it, and it's been developed longer on it. So I think I could. I think it's actually the to me, and, and talking with someone, um, uh, the table nexus is very very video game based people because I was at the arcade expo. I mm-hmm. um, actually think the Wii U version looks better than the Switch version. So I've heard that the Switch is a great handheld, but just an okay console. Well, so. what
1: are you waiting for? You need to not go any to any conventions next week. And just uh, go ahead and find Breath of the Wild. Because I'm pretty sure you can probably find it on Wii U a lot easier. than like, I'm Switch.
0: Gonna, I'm going to make a confession here. Um, I've not played a Zelda game since the second one.
1: <laughs> for regular okay. Nintendo. <laughs> i i've heard that well the one before this what was it a skyward sword i heard that one wasn't that great so sounds I, like I, uh you dodged the I, bolt there at least i i
0: skipped the 64 ones mike I, I haven't told a lot of people this because like you get shamed like game of <laughs> thrones style ringing a bell at you yelling shame while they march you naked down the well, a street well, kind i've of her- thing.
1: i've heard they made some pretty cool updates to the gameplay for this new one so i think it's probably a good entry point for you so and i, I think that would be a, a good perspective you know somebody who's never really you know, played any of the basically 3D versions of the game? Can go ahead and jump in there with this brand new game and see if it holds up. You know, because a lot of people out there are a bit just big uh, Zelda fanboys, and like I said, they're they're caught up on the hype train. But I think maybe you could come at it from a more neutral perspective. Yeah, I would, I would, I probably, I I might do that and
0: just not get a PlayStation game instead. Yeah. However, I do have to point out that there is a remastered Crash Bandicoot trilogy coming, um, releasing. <laughs> Crash Bandicoot, and I don't know if you've ever played any Crash Bandicoot games.
1: I played. I played a little. I played a little. I
0: don't know what a Bandicoot is, but uh, I definitely know he has problems with some mad scientists. So I might. I, I'm looking forward to that down the road. But eh, it was neither here. here. This isn't a video game podcast, uh, <laughs> even though I was at an arcade game expo all weekend. I will have to tell you the coolest thing I did see um, there, though, was uh, someone brought in their, um, I guess, arcade sitting Jurassic Park uh Mm -hmm. game and it's free play so um especially my friend john his brother he brought it in fixed it up and selling it so he sold it this weekend there but uh, that line was probably 25 people deep at any given second wow Uh, so definitely definitely hyped to see all that oh and the best thing the table next to me had the soup the original super nintendo playstation prototype in working condition Oh wow! I think he, I think he said it's the only one in existence that works, and he was playing games on it and demoing it. People were getting their picture with this machine. It's so rare. Uh, I thought it was really cool to see something like that. Uh, yeah, a yeah piece I mean, of you're history.
1: Pr- you were probably at one of the uh, few places where that thing would like show up. Like you, you know, you got to be at like, uh, like a, like a video game place. You know, where you can actually see that kind of stuff. So that's cool, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's cool. And I also thought it's funny. I was two days away from owning all the current generation consoles. Uh, well, I got my PlayStation Four, so I, I missed it by a uh, weekend. Oh well. Either way, now some people are saying that The Breath of the Wild is the best video game. I've heard that this movie we're about to talk about, Logan, they say it's the best X Men movie around. Mike. Oh, okay. And I, I don't, I don't agree with that statement. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> uh, We've not talked about this at all. Like complete radio silence on Logan. But my thoughts are it is in out of ten X Men movies, it is maybe six or seven. On that list,
1: six or seven. Wow, you're putting it down that low on the list. Well, I guess just before we get into this, uh, we'll go ahead and let everybody know. We're just going to give you guys our initial thoughts. No spoilers, of course. No. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, don't worry. Uh, but if stay subscribed to the Superhero Slate podcast, and you'll see our uh, spoiler cast for Logan pop up in your feed. So now that we got that out of the way, Chris, I'm I'm surprised that you're putting it that low on the list. I, it look- sounds like I, I okay. Just let let me know. Let me know.
0: Well, I mean, they out of ten movies. I don't think six or seven is very low. They've had a lot of chances to to do that. There's a lot of bad ones on the bottom of that list. Like you got to think, The Last Stand, Origins, um, Apocalypse, even. You know, uh, there are mm-hmm. a bunch of bad movies on the bottom. I think Logan is a good movie. However, I don't think it's the best movie. And a lot of people, um, are, again, are going in with like, "Oh, this is the last one. We might, we have to say it's the best." Kind of mentality uh and and not really seeing the movie for for what it is so um i don't i I think it's six or seven i just don't think it's the best x-men or i
1: don't even think it's the best
0: wolverine movie there we go i saw
1: wow I mean, if I, I mean, I don't really know where I would put it in the rankings, but I think it it floats closer to the top for me just because I have a lower opinion on X-Men First Class than you do. So, uh, I mean, it's just been such a long time since I've seen those original first two X-Men movie. Uh, I just don't really know if they've technically held up because I know they've done so much for the, basically the video game, not the video game, uh, for the uh, superhero kind of Hollywood movie Jeremy industry Ruff, because yeah. cause they've had that, you know, they had that big box office return that kind of made this a, a thing so I, I probably need to go back and watch those before i start ranking them but i thought logan was a a, a perfectly adequate movie uh i thought it was a uh, really fun it was really brutal i loved finally seeing logan rated r because it's kind of like the wolverine we've always wanted to see uh i don't want to get into spoilers but the uh the writers directors producers i'm sure all of the people that had their hands In this movie, over the years, and had ideas of what they could do. Uh, They showed a lot of restraint in the movie. You know, uh, there's a lot of ways that they could have just thrown lots of things into this movie, or maybe set it up for more movies into the future. I mean, obviously, we knew this was Hugh Jackman's uh, last play as Wolverine, but you know, they could have dovetailed this into other movies, and they decided, no, we're going to make this a standalone movie. And I really appreciate that. And about about halfway through the movie, I started to realize that this this movie kind of has a, a an interesting way that they're kind of segmenting the stories in the movie. Um, it kind of feels like I'm almost watching like a trade paperback. Uh, turned into a movie, which is kind of cool because that's basically what Old Man Logan was originally. It's just kind of this isolated story uh, in this trade paperback form. So, like, you know, uh, something would happen in the movie, and I would be like, "Oh, wow, that was a that was an awesome ending to that issue of that comic book that they just turned into a scene or something like that." So it was kind of cool seeing the movie segmented in my brain as like a comic book coming to life. So I really liked that. Uh, I, I, you know, there was there was a couple things in the movie that I wish they would have done maybe. A little differently uh but overall i thought this was a really awesome uh i, I guess you can't really call it maybe x-men movie because it's not really x-men you know they kind of go into the movie why it literally couldn't be an x-men movie anymore but i thought it was the best wolverine movie out there for sure uh so i would definitely give it two thumbs up there's no reason people shouldn't see the movie it's really really awesome um and i'm really looking forward to the spoiler cast because the, not only does this movie show a lot of restraint, it has a lot of subtlety too, which kind of leaves a lot of stuff open to interpretation. And I'm gonna throw some I'm gonna throw some hypotheses on you in the spoiler cast.
0: Oh goody! I look forward to those <laughs> as always. I, I mean, I I don't think anyone should not see it. I mean, don't get me wrong when I say it's six or seven. I just uh, I mean there are a lot of movies. It is a competent film. It's above average uh, in on my rating system, but. I don't think again. It's not. This is not the end all, be all comic book movie, superhero movie, or X Men movie. So, um, at least on my point of view, and that's all I keep hearing is this is it. This is the new trend of comic book movies. No, no, it shouldn't uh, be.
1: No, no, I don't agree with that at all. I think it. it, it I think it's a successful movie because it kind of did its own thing. You know, uh, the only thing that this movie has in common with Deadpool is that they're both rated R. You know, the great thing about both of these movies is they take two drastically different tones. And I have a feeling the movies will kind of come in comparison just a little bit because they both came out within a year of each other, right around the same time, both rated R, both from Fox, you know, both in the X Men universe. So, you know, Deadpool is just like a hilarious movie, you know, driven by um, Ryan Reynolds. And uh, Logan is just like a, a, a brutal, deep, emotional movie driven by Hugh Jackman. So they're just totally different. And if there's any trend we get out of this, I it doesn't necessarily need to be the rated R trend or the violence trend or the swearing trend or like uh, like uh, brief bits of nudity trend. You know, I hope it's just that, you know, going forward, we just make sure that our superhero movies are just very different and they just make sure they have a story to tell. Like, because I have to say it was refreshing to watch, so they know like a larger budget uh superhero movie that just didn't kind of just leave you wanting more expecting more like oh you know what's what are we going to see in the sequel you know there's not any of that we got a we had an isolated uh story and that was that was really refreshing but even oh. that being oh, said you don't I'm, you I'm,
0: don't I- <laughs> you don't think there'll be a sequel okay well we'll talk about that in the spoiler all class, right. but
1: well, let's talk about it man
0: yeah so um but i mean you mentioned something that you know last year was deadpool I mean, that was the R-rated superhero movie from Fox, right? Uh-huh. And huh um, And normally I would consider this a spoiler. However, Ryan Reynolds has officially released a Deadpool 2 teaser that
1: debuted with the movie. And- yeah, it was... Uh, <laughs> I, okay, so the, the only reason I'm, I'm kind of uh, coming in with questions here is it's kind of hard to say if it's a teaser in the sense of what we always know a teaser is. Like, the way it's set up, like, this teaser is, like, Directly attached to the front of this movie Like I don't think there's any movie Theater out there that you could go to that Wouldn't you know play Mm -hmm. this trailer I guess is what I'm saying just because I know Sometimes when I go to my specific movie theater I don't get all the trailers all the time Uh, Like I didn't get to see the Guardians of the Galaxy Trailer the new one that we're going to be talking about In a little bit in front of my movie just because All theaters are different but I think this one is like Hard coded hard edited into the Beginning of this film so this is that
0: This is that three extra minutes we talked About last week being mm-hmm. added to the movie, and instead of a post-credit scene, I guess it's a pre-movie scene.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like a pre. It's kind of like a maybe. I don't know if this has been around before, but it's kind of like instead of like Pixar having their little uh, animated shorts ahead of time, uh, we just get a little bit of a Deadpool kind of uh, bringing us into the movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I mean, I guess Days of Future Past kind of did a hard-coded trailer with um, Spider-Man. In its trailer or in its credit scene, in the middle, I think of Days of Future Past credits. They added a Spider-Man's trailer mm-hmm. um, for some reason. I don't remember why. It was really, really stupid at the time, like really dumb. But, um, but yeah. So instead, we got a Deadpool two teaser and just saying, you "No, know, hey." I think it was more of a for the common moviegoer, not us who are so in this that we're just so jaded from everything. Really, that <laughs> you know, hey, we know you like Deadpool last year. Deadpool two is still coming. Don't panic average movie goer kinda deal.
1: Yeah. I mean it was a really fun moment actually because I talk about this all the time on this show when we're talking about normal Marvel movies is that uh, I'm not surprised in those movies anymore. There's nothing really popping up out of nowhere that we haven't known about weeks ahead of time or was in like a teaser trailer or like a, you know, TV spot or something, or it's leaked somewhere. But this was fun because, you know, the, the trailers end, you know, the lights go down, you know, the movie starts playing and like you see this character walking down the street in a hoodie and you're just like, oh, what is this? You know, we're kind of seeing like this dystopian kind of like city street It's kind of like all messy and stuff like, oh, is this kind of like the Logan universe that they're introducing us to? And then it starts, you know, panning around the hoodies. It's like, oh, are we about to see Hugh Jackman here or something? And then you see Deadpool's fucked up face and you're just like, whoa, what am I Mm -hmm. even watching right now? Like, is Deadpool going to be in this movie? And then once you get into it, you realize, oh, this is just for fun. But like, what a great thing just to add to the front of the movie. I thought it was wonderful. It
0: is, it is, and I mean, once he, you know, he's he was listening to Wham in his headphones, and once the Wham came on, and then you see his face, I'm like, oh, I know, (laughs) I know what's going on here, and then the rest of it parodies Superman like so hard, I don't know how they got away with it, Uh, mostly because there's a guy getting mugged in the street corner, so he runs into a phone booth, (laughs) and. Hastily is not the word I would use. Uh, Gets into the Deadpool (laughs) costume while the Superman theme song is playing in the background the whole time.
1: Yeah, yeah, and um, I would recommend that uh, you guys out there go check out our show notes on our website because we have the link to, I guess, the quote-unquote official release of the teaser that includes some other things that you didn't see in the theater so uh, i would recommend go looking at that because i guess you said that there's a a phone call he makes in the phone booth and i believe stan lee doesn't he make a cameo in in the longer teaser version yeah stanley's in there because he was cut
0: from the main one i don't know i couldn't pick apart the scenes exactly but i'm like this is different and and it felt different than the one so uh you know our link has the official quote unquote extended uh, Uh version of this and uh, definitely, uh, it's very extended. Uh, I, I don't think there's more ass cheeks on the glass windows, but definitely <laughs> uh, some some good stuff uh, going on in this.
1: Yeah, I think it just goes to show you this teaser in general, adding it to the front of Logan, just how important Deadpool is to Fox right now. Like, I'm just really trying to imagine what kind of shape Fox would be in if they never made this Deadpool movie. I mean, think about it. Think of... Um, just Apocalypse being the last thing that Fox made before Logan like what a bad taste in your mouth before you go see that you know and I feel like Logan could have ended up being a different movie if they kind of didn't have uh, Deadpool to rest on I know we're going to talk about if we think there's going to be maybe a sequel in the future for the for the Logan movie but I feel like it it would have leaned really heavily on picking up the story at the end of Logan if Deadpool didn't exist so I think they're just kind of reminding their audience hey we all know you guys freaking love Deadpool because we all saw the box office numbers so uh, just, just hold in tight just one more year <laughs> yeah and also this is not a teaser you could put before any movie
0: this was obviously a Red Band specific uh, I mm-hmm. mean teaser slash opening credit scene whatever you want to call it I don't know, but like, I mean, the language, the, the, again, the ass cheeks against the pressed glass, the guy getting shot and him laying in the blood, like, it's just, it's very, you had to put this in an R movie and they knew we're going to tie it to Wolverine and, and, and do our thing, so.
1: Now, uh, remind me this before, uh, we go on to our next topic here. Who, who was the Summers character that was written onto the side of the phone booth? It was, um, uh, it wasn't Scott Summers. It was like one uh, of the Na- others. Nathaniel. Yeah, so... That's uh, that's Cable. Yeah, so <laughs> I think that's uh, going to be pretty cool to see uh, that, you know, Cable's going to be a, obviously a big part of the movie if they're kind of hyping them up on the side of a phone booth, you know? Yeah, I really can't wait to get the casting announcement for that. Like, I mean, we've talked about it every week, and there's
0: always a new name. And, I mean, I think the last time we talked it was Pierce Brosnan was up for it. And then the newest thing this week is that car horn is up for the role of deadpool <laughs> uh they're having a yard sale in my neighbor's place and who knows what they've done but uh the um the sheriff from stranger things
1: uh with oh that could be interesting uh, i mean that's that's uh, cable i mean that's always what happens when you have these breakout series on television you know you you, you kind of capitalize on their uh on their momentum and you throw them into movies so i mean that could be cool too uh uh, we'll just have to wait and see. I'm really curious what they would do with Pierce Brosnan then. Maybe he'll maybe he's the bad guy. Who knows?
0: Yeah, I no no clue. But um, yeah, it's definitely uh, you know, Deadpool two is on its way, and once we get some casting for, it, I'm really excited to, to to hear more on that. So we'll we'll definitely cover that. Um, but, but the last thing uh, on in the mutant frontier in Fox is the X Men TV series has made some important casting uh, decisions this week with uh actor Sean Teal, who I don't know who it is as um a new mutant. Which uh, called Eclipse, who's a brand new character.
1: Oh, um, okay.
0: This, this is only interesting because Fox does not have the ability to create new mutants without Marvel's approval. Um, uh, okay. Much like Negasonic Teenage Warhead had brand new powers, so they mm-hmm. had to run it by Marvel. So they're obviously working very closely with Marvel to get the things that they need to get for these shows. Uh, mm-hmm. So um, I, I, the only reason I put that in there is not because of the actor, but mostly because the implications of this. They can add kind of whoever they want now because this is a Marvel-slash-Fox-produced thing. So what's yeah. Marvel getting out of it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I still it's still hard for me to get excited for an X-Men series. Like, just because I saw an awesome Logan movie made by Fox, I just feel like it was definitely made with uh, maybe not a lot of their executives in hand, just because a lot of what happened in the movie. So, it's just hard for me to trust them right now. So, I know uh, it seems Legion's doing pretty well, so hopefully maybe X-Men will be able to capitalize on the success, but I don't know. It's like, do what do I want? Do I want awesome X-Men movies, or do I want an awesome X-Men tv series and no one can keep track of the continuity anymore and it's like i don't know i don't know well, man. we're just gonna have to wait and see fox has thrown continuity out the window
0: since i think probably x3 um <laughs> but it, it's not that it's just i mean it's not just a fox series may have to run everything through marvel and as we see marvel television has definitely improved in quality uh it, legion is one of their products um agents of shield is only getting better i think uh you know over time it's not the same show it was the first year they ran around. So um, I, I think there's, there's a little more faith behind it, uh, having having some good teams, and, and we'll definitely see. Uh, another um, a, a female lead was cast uh, by the actress Amy Acker. Uh, I think she was in Angel, but she played Coulson's love interest in S.H.I.E.L.D. as well. So um, there's a little bit of, you know i guess (laughs) cross-pollination is that the right word i'm looking here yeah
1: yeah, that definitely seems to be
0: that uh, marvel likes her marvel likes her apparently so there we go um and lastly um actress emma dupont dumont i don't know who that is either but is cast in the role of polaris do you know who
1: polaris is off the top of your head no not off the top of my head i couldn't tell you
0: did you look it up no i
1: couldn't i couldn't tell you (laughs) <laughs> Polaris
0: is the daughter of Magneto, who controls magnetism in the comic books. Oh um,
1: ah, well, we're doing the the son of uh, Xavier in Legion, so I guess maybe bringing the daughter.
0: Yeah, so I, they did not mention uh, Magneto specifically, except um, they did say that she has the powers of magnetism as well. Um, so it may be a quote uh, alluded to, perhaps, but they're doing the son of Magneto kind of deal with Quicksilver in the movies, uh-huh. so I don't think they'll go that far, but she does have the same powers and something, you know uh, something I guess people will be familiar with uh, as, as they, they, they kind of come into that movie or this TV series, I guess uh-huh. so, um, yeah, definitely some uh, news coming up on the X-Men series I, again, I don't know if it's going to be on FX, Fox, whatever but, I mean, it'll be another year or, it probably a best fall before we see it, so um, i'm not gonna get too excited just yet for that as soon as we know you'll know as soon as i know i'll tell you mike and then, <laughs> and then you'll tell everybody else don't watch it because that's that's what you do on this stuff. <laughs> okay all okay. right but guardians of the galaxy volume 2 mike mentioned earlier got a new trailer this week i called it i just want to say first time <laughs> i predicted a trailer successfully on this show and um i did not get to see this trailer before logan either i was really excited to watch this in theaters and i did not get to see it in there mike did you you said no you didn't.
1: i didn't i wish i did i was looking forward to it uh i got a weird like out heart out art house movie trailer just before logan started which was kind of a bummer so <laughs> um
0: i got the old guardians trailer which was probably even more annoying in the long. Oh. long. <laughs> i'm like no this is not the new one I know the new one. This is not it. So I got to see the old one, um, but I did not get to see this. Um, you know, the, I guess the biggest reveal here is our official first official look at Ego, uh, Kurt Russell, and saying mm-hmm. you know that uh, to Star Lord, Peter, that he is his dad. So that, I think that's the biggest reveal out of this. Everything else just shows a lot of crazy action stuff uh, going. Yeah. On.
1: I, I would say for sure this is probably the last trailer you should be watching before the movie comes out and it probably is going to be the last trailer before the movie comes out uh we'll probably get maybe um tv spots and yeah, there stuff will be like that i believe there'll be one more ticket announcement trailer Oh, yeah, I guess that's possible, but I think this is going to be the last one I'm going to watch. Uh, I think overall, so this is this is kind of a weird thing that's never happened to me before when I've kind of seen this many CG visuals before in a movie. So most of the time, if, I, if this wasn't Guardians of the Galaxy, like if this was like a brand new movie or something like that, and I just saw all of this CG thrown at me, I would just be like, what am I watching here? This is like i would be using the quote-unquote term that everyone else uses a cg fest and i i think i would just it would just annoy me but like for some reason just in this universe the way they've set up these characters and the way they set up the the guardians of the galaxy just uh universe it just feels like really fun it it almost feels like i'm watching like the highest end cartoon ever made on the planet (laughs) you know like uh you know you get that weird squid creature creature coming out of the portal but then you see all these like weird kind of uh, galaxy vistas and all these colorful interesting places like you know the first guardians was compared a lot to kind of like the feel of star wars but it never felt quite accurate because star wars kind of felt and looked a little bit more desolate and dark uh, this everything here just is just bright and popping and just visually just crazy so it's kind of weird it's almost like uh james gunn has just doubled down and it and it worked which is really surprising so uh, i feel like maybe we finally got it in this trailer because maybe these uh, visual effects would finally finish rendering so they could actually cut it into a trailer but i mean i was impressed like i never thought i could see that much cg um and you know be impressed so i yeah, I, 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 mean, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the movie after seeing this.
0: Mm-hmm. I definitely think so. Uh, one of the, I, I, think I noticed CG the most whenever Rocket landed, uh, and like his gun kind of like transformed in his hands, and I'm like, fuck yeah, go Rocket! <laughs> like that was really cool. Uh, he had a bunch of good scenes, like the winking thing at the beginning. Uh, just the humor's there, the actions there, the colors there. I think the golden planet at the uh, that you see kind of uh, Star Lord and Gamora on there at the end is uh, Ego. Um, so we'll figure that out kind of maybe as we go. But other than that, Guardians. We are. Is that the next? Is that the next movie, Mike? Is that our next movie? Uh,
1: yeah, I think it's going to be Guardians, and then it's going to be Spider Man, and then I think Ragnarok. Um, no, 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 no Wonder, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Man, Chris, how how on earth could anyone keep track of all of these dates? I don't know. If
0: only there was a page, like maybe <laughs> on the superhero com website, that had
1: all these release dates in order for him. Yeah, the upcoming release page. Uh, yeah. But I don't know, man. This is going to be a really crazy movie. Um, I think maybe in that last trailer that you're theorizing, we're probably going to see maybe maybe the fully fleshed out villain of the movie i don't think we've seen the villain in the forefront quite yet so uh hopefully i can have the self-control to skip the next trailer (laughs) but uh, i think this is this is definitely enough to sell me
0: yeah i'm really i'm really excited to 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 watch it i could go in blind now and and feel really happy but but by god i gotta know when tickets go on sale mike i gotta get my tickets (laughs) that's for sure uh, but the Guardians are going to show up again next year. Have no fear in Avengers: Infinity War. And uh, I believe it was someone talking about you know movies being made. I think the the co-founder of Uber owns Pinewood Studios or half of Pinewood Studios in Atlanta, and said that right now they're filming a one billion dollar movie there, or yeah, you know, one billion dollar movie or one million. No, it'd be billion, wouldn't it? One billion dollar movie. I put that in wrong. <laughs> now, um, one billion dollar movie there, and we all know what that is. Yeah, Avengers it's just Infinity that li- War.
1: That little indie movie being made for a million dollars <laughs> called yeah. Avengers.
0: I wonder what that could be. Um,
1: so yeah, that's uh definitely that's definitely in there. So
0: I mean, we have uh one billion dollars. So that's five hundred half a million each. I don't know if that includes marketing or advertising. Like that's no. it's so hard to say that when they say, well, this movie is going to cost
1: a billion dollars yeah I don't I don't think they ever include that in it. So I have a feeling obviously a lot of that money probably goes to just paying these actors to be in the movie. I mean, they've been there there are a lot of tenured Marvel uh, personalities in this that really need to be paid. Um, maybe they're paying a lot of money to people making surprise entrances because we all know that's what I want to see. I want to be surprised in this movie. so. Man that's just like so much money But obviously it's going to be It's going to be paying off for sure I mean this is like 10 years in the making Getting all these characters in this one movie I mean this is something that I don't think anybody ever thought would happen But it's it's interesting to see that uh, The budget is kind of staying true I think we reported on this At some point last year But it was kind of you know just rumored out there So it's kind of crazy that A billion dollars being thrown down for two movies You know
0: it really is and um the, the worst part is is yeah it's going to make it back like like you spend a billion dollars on two movies each one's going to cross a billion easily hands down like i, I uh-huh. have no fear that it will make all the, the all the money back that it spends and then some
1: yeah and, and not and not to mention all the box sets that they're going to be able to sell for all the phases all the all the toys that they're going to sell just all the merchandise the clothes you know the theme park rides and stuff like that the uh the uh the the inevitable bag of like baby carrots with like Groot's face on it or something being sold so yeah there's you don't have to there's not a whole lot on the line I wouldn't be too worried about Disney right now
0: yeah no they don't have that money to spend I mean I think they had what (laughs) three or four of the top five movies last year so I don't know they're they're really hurting Mike really hurting (laughs) Um, and l- we've reported before that Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange will have a stand in on set. Well, he will be on set like a lot more than, you know, the initial report said. So um, I don't know why this that report came back up, but yeah, people calm down. They're not just going to like CG his face on some weird dude. So <laughs> chill. They got this.
1: They got Good. this. Did you end up buying Doctor Strange yet on digital? Not yet, man. I'm sure some people will maybe take some of my street cred away, but I think I spent my money the other weekend on uh, the digital release of Moana because I fucking love that movie and I don't care what anyone says. That, that so. is a good movie. That is a good movie. <laughs> um,
0: again, just, to, just to, to throw this back. Uh, the crab in that who sings the song "Shiny" is Jermaine Clements from Taika Waititi's "What We Do in the Shadows." <laughs> yes, just throw that back, throw it back on there. But uh, <laughs> Doctor Strange, two uh, director, I believe, was Scott Derrickson, the first one, who will probably direct the second one. I mean, he made he made money, he did well. They'll probably bring him back. Um, he talked about bringing in a couple characters. The first ones are the characters Clea and Nightmare. Uh, I did not mm. know this, but Nightmare was originally planned for the first film, being the villain of the first film. Oh, but all um, right. Kevin Feige was like, "Look, we can't introduce the dream dimension as like the first thing in this world." So, mm-hmm. let's reel it on back now and uh, you know kind of see what's going on with with that and see how people react to these things. And I think I think people got into it pretty pretty easily. So, I think they, they did a good thing. And um, the other one is Clea is a disciple/lover of Doctor Strange um in the comic books i don't know if how they would inter- like bring her in like a love interest because they definitely had the the claire it's not claire temple it's the other claire the her, the other nurse in that movie uh played by rachel mcadams is kind of like the love interest so uh i don't know if bringing in another one would be ideal or not but you have know, you
1: have you had a chance huh? to rewatch uh doctor strange now that you own the limited edition uh aluminum bulletproof box whatever it is <laughs> oh yeah
0: yeah yeah the the one that's uh built straight out of actual you know um
1: time stone material yeah yeah i, I, I have uh did, I, did, it, w- did it did it did it did the visuals kind of hold up on a smaller screen i've been i've been waiting to ask on that oh yeah no definitely um
0: i actually put the digital code on the itunes and watched it on my the
1: smallest tv i have in the house uh in, in our bedroom <laughs> um and it, yeah it looked fine Nice, awesome. That's what I like to hear. I need to go back and uh, rewatch that. Of course, like a million other movies out there, but uh, I, yeah, I think it. I think it's good for us to kind of revisit these movies every once in a while and see how closely they are uh, to the reviews that in the spoiler cast. You know, because sometimes we do get we get shrouded a little bit by the mystique of seeing mm-hmm. the movie opening night. You know.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those rose-tinted rose glasses kind of deals. Uh, totally. And and I think, I mean, I I like Doctor... I never saw Doctor Strange twice in theaters, which is kind of weird for me not to go back and see it again. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, I, I enjoyed it just as much watching it again on, on home release as I did um, in the theater. So, yeah. Good to I, I, hear. Yeah, great. Got a great time. Good time. Good time. Uh, also, another character... Uh, that was asked is uh, the character of Brother Voodoo. Um, uh, he is, I think, Daniel something. His brother was uh, the original guardian of the, um, the temple where Doctor Strange went and got the, the co- his cloak at, and he mm-hmm. was killed. Uh, so Brother Voodoo is essentially um, Daniel Drum is his name, and his brother, I think, I forget. One of them is Daniel Drum. Either way, this is <laughs> his brother. He has the ability to, like, you know, Do voodoo magic and stuff like that. So he's very much a sorcerer like Doctor Strange, but in a different manner. Commune with the dead, so on and so forth.
1: Basically, the takeaway here from the Doctor Strange news is there's lots of characters here that a lot of people aren't familiar of. And, well, we're going to get familiar.
0: (laughs) Yes. yes. Don't expect the same characters to come back for movie two, or or you'll be wrong kind of deal. That's all right. Because at the end of the day, Mike, my my favorite news of the week here is, of (laughs) course, Marvels and Humans. Because... Not only did we get one person cast this week, they announced the entire cast of Inhumans this week, and the first casting of Black Bolt came out while I was picking up my Black Bolt pop vinyls. Ah, oh, it was just meant to be. It was the perfect of days. It was the perfect <laughs> of days. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna go through these here, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about them. So first off, Black Bolt. Uh, full name Blackagar Boltagon. Uh, If that wasn't created in the 60s, I don't know what was. (laughs) But the Black Bolt will be played by character Anson Mount from the TV show Hell on Wheels. Yeah. I have not seen Hell on Wheels, but I have
1: heard great things about the show. Don't don't be shocked. So Hell on Wheels was kind of at its peak during uh, when Breaking Bad was at its peak. Literally on the same network... I, I don't want to say the same night, but I know Hell on Wheels has been moved around uh, what night it could be a best effective on. So it's, it was definitely overshadowed by literally the best TV show ever made. Uh, so um, a lot of people haven't had a chance to really jump into it. Uh, I'm not all caught up on the series, and I actually think the series has officially wrapped maybe yes. as of last season. So uh, it's definitely an awesome kind of Western movie. It has its highs and its lows, but uh, this Anson Mount guy, I had, never knew the actor's name— but he kind of, he's playing the main cowboy in the show and he is awesome. So I'm really excited to see him cast as Black Bolt. And he's just, you know, uh, he's got a lot of screen presence, which I I think what you need the, you know, basically the king of the Inhumans to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I've looked at I me, mean, I
0: looked up his pictures and talked to some people and I mean, I, I've heard he can fluctuate depending on like, he doesn't care about what he looks like, <laughs> So, <laughs> as long as he can keep himself, you know, and, and like, look we- look okay without his beard from what I've seen in the show, I'm, I'm fine with it. Like, I think he looks like a king. Like, if you're, like, you need to be a, a, an, a king of a race of people who are genetically modified, I'm like, great. He looks like it. So, um, I'm definitely really excited to see more about him and Black Bolt. Um, next up, uh, I actually picked up a keychain of this character this week. Uh, Medusa being played by actress sarinda swan who was actually uh zatanna in the smallville tv show
1: yeah i don't know exactly how big of a role she played in that uh series but i was doing a thing last night where um i was showing pictures of these casting uh announcements to my wife and I was just like hey does this person look familiar cuz I knew she watched Smallville um and she was a big fan of it back when it was on the air and she was like oh she kind of looks familiar I don't really know remember what she's for so then when I told her Smallville she was like oh, okay yeah she does kind of look familiar so I don't know exactly how big of a pull this is for the Inhumans but um I I hope she plays a good Medusa yeah, uh, it looks like, you
0: know, lately she's been in a lot of TV shows, like, uh, that have garnered enough interest to get recurring seasons, but nothing, like, too, uh, like, nothing long-term, it looks like uh-huh. here. So, um, but put some red hair on her, she could probably pull it off. Uh, so, I'm, I'm okay with this as well. Um, I'm not into fan arts or fan depictions of, like, this is what they could look like, because you're always wrong. You're <laughs> always fucking wrong. Stop doing that, people. Um, so, but I, am totally cool with that. Last week we talked about someone from Lost being cast in, in the show. And we finally figured out who it was. Actor Ken Leung from Lost and X-Men 3, The Last Stand is Karnak. One of my personal favorite characters.
1: So. Yeah. I was kind of a uh, surprised. I'm not familiar with Karnak, but when I did look up this actor and see that he was in a X-Men The Last Stand, I was like, oh yeah, he's the dude with all the needles in his face. So... You know, it's kind of funny how all things come back to Marvel. You just swirl around the superhero universe. Don't worry, you'll get picked up by something eventually.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He he looked like a puffer fish. in Fucking X. <laughs> it was so bad. But uh, he did. He did. He wasn't lost uh, for for forty five episodes. It said so. Um, I never again. I never watched Lost. So I, if I went back and watched it, I'd probably be lost. Huh? Uh, god, uh? Yeah, yeah. Oh god okay. It, it's been one of those <laughs> weeks, man. You gotta you got gotta, gotta bear with me a little bit. Um but he does have some acting credits behind him. Uh there is a Karnak mini series that just wrapped up last month. It's a six issue uh series. Um but there are if anyone wants any Karnak stuff, I have all of it. I love Karnak, so let, <laughs> let me know. Um but I'm I'm okay with this as well. Totally, totally on board with that. The next several casting bits, I actually don't know any of these people um, off the top of my head. But uh, actress Isabel Cornish uh, from, I believe, the movie Australia Day. I didn't watch it. We'll play <laughs> Crystal. Uh, are you are you familiar with Crystal?
1: No, I don't think I'm going to be familiar with any of these people. So I think you just, uh, oh, okay. you just call just call them out and see if anything looks uh, sounds familiar.
0: Yeah. So um, okay, Black Bolt has, is a king. Has a power of his voice. His voice is his power. Uh, Medusa's hair; she has like prehensile hair, like uh, she can control it to do uh-huh. things. Uh, she doesn't turn people to stone. Um, and Karnak was never in subjected to the Terrigen Mist. He is just um, a master of finding the weakness in everything. Uh, a crystal controls the elements, uh, so she has the ability to control the elements. Um, the next actor that comes up here is I can't say he's... Ma walker
1: sure sure <laughs>
0: okay, from the from the movie concussion uh, i think that's we'll the will smith one about football uh he will be playing gorgon gorgon uh took the terrigen and like turned like this big beastly horse hoofed kind of dude he's like the um he's got super strong legs and hooves and can like create seismic waves with the stomps of his feet um but he like also trains new inhumans when they get their powers so uh he's just a big fighter dude uh lastly on that front of the i guess the inhuman family is mike moe from empire will be triton who is a, like a fish man
1: hmm. Uh that'll probably resonate with more people than us because i know empire is a hugely popular show right now just not one that i'm watching so i'm sure people are happy about that one
0: mm-hmm. yeah he uh very athletic lives underwater He's very effects driven character so uh definitely that uh, and lastly, uh, we have the actress Sonia Balmores from the movie Soul Surfer. I don't know what that was. Looked it up though. Just to, just to have it there. She plays Oren, the head of the royal guards on Adeline, and she's very like. I guess I, if I were to pick something, we would know Captain Phasma. I guess of of the royal guards. So very no nonsense kind of deal. So, all um, right, cool. <laughs> and we have confirmation that Lockjaw
1: will appear. Lockjaw, the dog.
0: <laughs> are you familiar with lockjaw at all
1: no i'm not i mean this in oh, humans man. world is uh, very much your world
0: it very much is uh i mean i i love i have all the books i think i have all the books in, in the thing here but lockjaw is like the the pet of the uh the human royal family and he's a giant bulldog and he has the ability to teleport like anywhere like he wants so he just teleports and um so he can, like, take people where they need to go kind of deal. So um, he has a tuning fork on his head, and it was always a joke with me and my friend Brian. If we ever you had, a, a like, a bulldog we ran into, we'd tape, like, a, a regular <laughs> fork to his head as, like, a cosplay thing. So, yeah, I think that's cool. I'm really okay with this casting. I know it's a lot for anyone new to this to take in. Uh, we probably won't have much to cover on this going forward unless they start giving us some more, like, you know, villains or something like that. But we already have uh, the little... Uh, uh douchebag from game of thrones as the brother um
1: (laughs) yeah i i think the biggest thing i'm waiting for obviously is what they're going to look like in costume because i mean uh Mm -hmm. you know black bolt you know obviously the most recognizable one out of the bunch is going to be is he going to be kind of in black spandex what's the deal are they going to go more of like kind of the agents the shield route where they're kind of more in like black tactical kind of outfits maybe that kind of look a little bit more practical i don't know so it'll be interesting to see what they look like kind of on a almost it seems like going to be an upscale abc budget at least maybe for the first couple episodes but i just hope it's good uh i just hope it's a really good show that's all that's all i'm crossing my fingers you know, for
0: yeah and they did confirm i believe september 1st uh, it will be an imax so um the first two episodes so with IMAX bankrolling this a little bit, I think uh, production quality will be up, but we do have to wait on the story and the mm-hmm. actual stuff. Uh, so, but if I guess the next thing, you know, that will give us any hope is Marvel's Iron Fist since the showrunner from Iron Fist is uh, showrunning humans, and Iron Fist is less than 2 weeks away. So, yes. I think we might in, get it in. in very close. Very, very much so. So, um we'll have I guess that's our next thing, not not Guardians but Inhuman or not Inhumans <laughs> Iron Fist, Too Many Eyes. To me, I also picked up an Iron Fist pop vinyl this week, Mike. So look, I, I got all my stuff. All my ducks are in a row. I
1: so. I think if anybody can tell by now, it's that you have had a very a very long and busy weekend. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I am trying. I'm trying my hardest to get through this so we can get that spoiler cast right <laughs> after this. So the last three, the last things here, I, the, we have a, we have several bullet points, but they're very quick, so we can we can rush through the not rush through them. But we don't have to talk forever on him, okay? I can do this. (laughs) Justice League. Well, trust me, I'm not going to talk much about this next one. Good. Justice League. Uh, We mentioned last week that a Green Lantern would show up in it, and he had a funny-sounding name. Um, Well, this name that we have now is, I guess, reported to be in here. It's not very funny-sounding. But Abin Sur is rumored to join the film at the end to fight Steppenwolf. Uh, Abin Sur is actually the Green Lantern who dies, and his ring goes to Hal Jordan, Um, Hmm. So, So,
1: I mean, that's kind of weird just because uh, this Justice League universe is kind of set kind of into the future. So I feel like this guy maybe would have died years ago to kind of create this buddy cop lantern movie that we might be getting in the future. I don't know. We all know how I feel about the Warner Brothers universe right now. Mm -hmm. So any sort of news I get on a Justice League movie, I'm just kind of like, yeah, I don't really care yet. (laughs) I'm just going to have to wait and see the movie.
0: Yeah, I definitely think so. My theory again is that uh, he comes, uh, Avenger is coming to fight Steppenwolf because Darkseid is behind him. Like you know, Dark Side's the next big bad, so they don't stop him. They can't stop uh, Dark and then some probably dies in the battle. And then his, at the end of the movie, like post credit scene, his ring goes and finds a human uh, to to be the host. So who knows?
1: All right, all right. All I don't know. Right. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I,
0: I again, if if I wrote that, it would be logical. But let's take the opposite of that, and that's probably what will be in the movie. Uh, another show that no one's really watching or cares about anymore, at least I <laughs> figure, is Gotham. Uh, al- actor Alexander Siddig from Game of Thrones. Um, he has been cast as uh, Ra's al Ghul uh i think this is like the fifth or sixth iteration of this character in the past 10 years we've had
1: Uh, well yeah and plus he was also on arrow so Mm -hmm. just have to see uh i don't know man is anybody out there still watching gotham let us know if you're still watching gotham out there i just want to know how compelling it is you know if it's holding up to maybe the other stuff you're watching you have so many
0: hours in a week and you still choose to actively watch gotham we gotta know why like yeah exactly what what's going on with this show that that makes it come back? Because I mean we know Liam Neeson was Rachel Ghoul and Batman Begins and ultimately I think he showed up in Dark Knight Rises. Uh so, um and then Arrow and who knows? There might have been another version in there somewhere. But um Does he need to be in Gotham? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, there we go. The other, uh, one of the other sh- uh, c- upcoming superhero shows, especially this will be on the CW now, is Black Lightning, and they've cast the daughters of the main character, opposite uh, Chris Williams as the main character. Uh, one is Nefisa Williams from the show Code Black, who plays Anissa, and China Ann McLean from the show House of Pain. I believe that's one of the.
1: Uh, I don't. I don't know what that was. I, I think that was. I think that was maybe like a, a sitcom on like TBS or something. It, it seems like something. Maybe it was like one of Tyler Perry's shows. Tyler Perry's I,
0: House of Pain. There we go.
1: Yeah, that's what it was. But man, talk about a chunk of news that literally I could know so little about. Not mm-hmm. only am I, am I not familiar with Black Lightning, except for the couple Google searches I did uh, back in the day when we talked about this being rumored as a TV show, but the i'm sure i'm not really going to recognize any of the actors being cast in it too because unlike in humans that's kind of more of this kind of bigger budget tv show kind of pulling in some of these you know slightly bigger names for their show most of the time when you're casting a brand new tv show especially something on the cw you're not really going to recognize really any of the people mostly you know cuz you know it's it's the cw they ain't got a lot of money to spend they can't get a game of thrones person no yeah definitely not uh, so uh, yeah, I,
0: don't, I I don't know much else about these people. We have descriptions of them in here. One's uh, a teacher, and so she's I guess she's a little older, and the other one is becoming involved in a criminal gang. Uh, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Kid problems, uh, ain't got them. So last, uh, not the last. The next thing is a trailer. We talked about at the beginning of the show, Alien Covenant. Got us a new trailer. Actually, Mike, I I'm on board Alien Covenant with this red band trailer. Well, even the regular trailer. I thought it was entertaining. I mean, sure, it reeks of alien nostalgia. Everyone's looking over these creepy pods that open. Don't do that. You know better. Don't look into the pod. (laughs) Something's going to jump out and get you. But uh, I kind of like it. I like this trailer. What do you think, Mike?
1: I have to say, it was kind of weird. At the very end of the trailer, kind of their biggest climax moment is when you kind of get to see the alien in broad daylight smashing its head against that cockpit of that ship and then it also kind of looks up kind of like past the camera possibly at a character Um, and it's just weird kind of seeing it in full daylight you know just because aliens are kind of supposed to be scary shrouded in darkness you know um, and this we see them pretty mobile jumping around and moving so it's kind of a a weird thing you gotta get used to um, but I own the uh, Alien bundle pack on iTunes. I'm going to watch all of those movies and I'm going to rewatch Prometheus and heck, I might even watch that Alien vs Predator movie and I'm going to be an expert. <laughs> and I'm going to watch this movie and I'm going to report back and I will be eloquent. <laughs> yeah. So we'll have to we'll have to see. I don't I mean, it's just such a weird universe. I'm not really precious or partial to it because you know, I didn't grow up watching Alien and Aliens and then trying to stick with it for the other sequels. So uh <laughs> You know, we're kind of on the outside looking in on this one. You know,
0: Well, uh, the Aliens franchise, I, I, to me, has taken more of an X-Men approach uh, lately. Uh, <laughs> we're going backwards to move forwards. So Their sequels. There are bad ones that we have to ignore now. Uh, I, I don't know what's happening at the end of the day. I just know that um, Covenant looks to be... I like Prometheus, but this looks to be an improvement on Prometheus and closer to the Alien, and there's still one more movie after this. But I think the casting... Other than that lady from, I'll never forget her being in uh, Fantastic Beasts, but everybody else looks fine. I mean, I I think you're gonna get your Danny McBride, Mike, and yeah, he's gonna be getting in some alien fiixins in that. (laughs) Cross our fingers after that one.
1: All right, we'll we'll do.
0: So I we talked about this trailer. I didn't watch it. Pirates of the Caribbean. I whatever the fuck this is titled Five
1: has a new trailer <laughs> come out this week. What 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 did you think of this trailer, Mike? I you... mean, God, I mean, guy, can you tell we're, we're not exactly excited for this movie? <laughs> I mean, it's just this this basically this trailer gives us a little bit more look into the story of um it's not okay, is it or isn't it Benicio del Toro? I don't remember. No, I always get no, it wrong. No, no, it's, it's it's the guy uh, from
0: No Country from Old Men and a uh, uh,
1: Skyfall uh, what I get the two mixed up all the yeah. time, but but anyway, we get we get more backstory on him. Apparently, he was a a guy trying to kill all the pirates, and then he got cursed, going after young Jack Sparrow. So they're gonna cast a young Johnny Depp, uh, basically, and he got turned into a, a monster, and now he's trying to kill Johnny. I don't know. It just it just seems like a really boring story. Um, we don't need these movies anymore. Like the only the only pirates movie that really holds up if anyone goes back and watches them is the first one the even the the sequel and the third one are just not that good uh, gave no credence or uh, attention to the last one that was made either the best part of this trailer is the little pop up that says um, the beginning of the end or something so there, I don't know if there's going to be more movies after this but they're obviously starting to wrap it up so they're not just going to have it like just floating off in the ether of hey maybe we'll make another one someday but you know I don't care about this movie uh, I think there's going to be like these weird zombie bone Sharks or something, that might be kind of interesting but they're not getting my $15 at the movie theater, that's for sure. So, um, I could have just clicked on this awesome poster link we have right below this to figure <laughs> out his name,
0: Mike. is Javier Bardem as the, the the evil bad
1: guy. You know, pirate. they could really confuse me and just put those two guys in the same movie and I, I would just think they're a, face they're off, a face-off <laughs> sequel. <laughs> oh, that'd be crazy. You're, they swap faces language, and huh? they look the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: But this poster this poster gives – okay, so Jeffrey Rush is back for this. Like, is he part of this franchise now? I thought it was Johnny Depp's franchise. Why not just make a Jeffrey Rush franchise of it? I don't know. This poster reeks of the first movie. Um, Reeks of the very first movie, okay? Because the two young actors look like Kara Knightley and um,
1: Orlando Bloom. Yeah, versions. it just it's it seems like maybe they're trying to do like a soft reboot. I don't know. I just don't care about this franchise anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, no yeah, it's just I, I don't get it. The ride doesn't even the ride sucks at Disney as well. I don't go. <laughs> I don't even know. But another movie that's gonna knock Mike socks off is the Bumblebee spin off slash
1: sequel Transformers oh, oh movie coming out. God, I couldn't even believe it when I heard it earlier this week. It's just so dumb i don't care none of none of the autobots in the transformers movie are interesting enough on their own to be in a standalone movie the only thing that kind of gives these movies anything to go off of is that they they're kind of fun just because there's lots of stuff going on even if you can't keep track of it but i don't want to see a standalone bumblebee movie i don't care enough about that camaro or corvette or whatever it is i think that's so stupid (laughs) can he talk yet I've not heard him say too many words lately like I don't know if it's I a movie like-
0: <laughs> if it's a movie of radio slash movie sound bites for his voice for the whole movie like you're, you're done you're out of ideas get out.
1: I feel like at some point in time bumblebee got his voice back maybe in that last four hour movie they made but gosh I don't even I don't even remember it and I don't care so uh, I hope this movie does not come to fruition uh, because it's dumb. Well, it's dumb. It's, it's, the <laughs>
0: announcement, we've announced this before, but the, I guess the thing I thought you'd at least be a little interested in is Travis Knight, who uh, is responsible for Kubo and the Two Strings as his director.
1: I mean, it, it, it. I mean, it doesn't really. It gives me like more sadness that he's doing this movie when he could be doing something else. Maybe an original movie, or heck, if he wants to do a blockbuster, go do a superhero movie or something. Like Kubo and the Two Strings looked beautiful. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of the story. It didn't really. Uh, it didn't really shake me to my core or anything. But the stop motion movies by Laika always look beautiful. So obviously, a director can be part of making it look beautiful too. So, but yeah i don't really care i just don't want to see this movie i hope it goes the way of gambit and doesn't happen
0: <laughs> well now that you've said that it's going to come to fruition mike you've done <laughs> it. you've made it happen i don't know what, i don't know what we're gonna do with it so oh well that's the last bit of our news for this week wow
1: way to way to take us out making me mad
0: <laughs> uh, well how about this
1: why don't you we since we
0: were stupid and forgot to plug this at the beginning of the show tell us about our instagram contest for running
1: Oh yeah, uh, check us out at Superhero Slate Podcast on Instagram and if you just uh, comment on one of our last two photos, you'll know them when you see them, uh, and just tag a friend in the comments, you'll have a chance to win What is it? up to 14 Steam Star Wars game codes so that that contest is running through uh, Monday, so we're, uh, Chris is going to reach out to uh, the winners mm-hmm. and send them all of these Star Wars game codes that he keeps getting, I don't know how you keep getting them, but uh, <laughs> you just always got free stuff to give away, so we're just We're just trying to give out some free stuff.
0: That's right. That's right. I mean, I love giving out free stuff. I mean, uh, especially, like, the worst part is that they make these Humble Bundles, right? You familiar with the Humble Bundle system online? I'm familiar. Okay, well, this is the third Star Wars one, and I figured by the third one, at least add a new game. No, no, they were all duplicates of the last two, so they they got my money. And that train back there, he's had enough of it, too. He's, like, (laughs) tough, tough. So, um anyway shut up train um, anyway Mike if if people want to know more about you follow your web comics see what's going on in your world where can they do that at
1: well they can follow me at Mike Royer design on Twitter and Instagram and you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com Chris you are definitely the busier of the two of us for sure you have got a lot going on especially with con season popping up so if they want to keep up with what you're doing where, where can they follow you
0: you can find me everywhere because I have no idea where I'm gonna be at any given second. Uh, but mostly on Twitter at Valdan V-A-L-D-A-N. Uh you can uh check me out there, I'll post stuff. Um, and that's you know, we retweet our Instagram stuff there, so if you follow us on our Twitters, you'll find our Instagram posts as well to track that back for that contest. Uh, you can also find me on Comic UI, Film Side Chats, Pixel Brain Productions, the Destination Comic Book Store um board game boss which is a new product where uh my friend is creating that i'm helping them uh kind of get out there for all your board game needs and uh sure i got 30 other things i could talk about but (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna it's not about me it's about superhero movies
1: i'm just glad you're here for us
0: yes every sunday by god i wasn't gonna go back to that convention day i had this show to do by god so (laughs) we're not gonna miss it so as always mike at the end of the show you tell everyone where they can find us because this might be their first superhero slate episode i hope it is i hope you come back i hope you go listen to the other 110 before this uh to see how wrong we were sometimes but uh (laughs) where can they find us at
1: mike i'd let them know well as always please visit superhero slate.com that is the best place to find all the avenues that we host this show and to read our awesome show notes to see all those links for all the awesome stuff we talked about today. So, you can find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, Music, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Tumblr. You can subscribe and get and get us right in your email inbox. And you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and follow us on Instagram. Lots of stuff to talk about there. And if you want to uh, grab some Superhero Slate merch, you can head on over to our store at superhero slash Stoa. If you're a uh, friend and f- fan of the show, please consider leaving us a review wherever you listen, watch the show. Drop us a comment. Drop us a like drop us a subscribe whatever you do i don't know what buttons they have attached to all these things now uh but we really appreciate that and if you're a super fan of the show just uh share the show with a friend share the show with a buddy and we will be here every week sometimes twice a week because if you're subscribed to the podcast you're about to see a uh, logan spoiler cast pop up in your feed so stay mm-hmm. tuned for that and we will be here every week
0: yes uh especially next week i think yeah we'll be here Good. We're good. We're good, guys. Don't panic. We'll be here. So, uh, we'll see you then.
1: Alright. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe!
0: You clicked it? I snicked it.